Man Child Movie Night. It's been a while since our last podcast, but we are back, and you are in the throne room. A lot's happened since our last podcast. Some people have died, some people may have been resurrected. There will be some more spoilers, guys, so sit back, grab your cup of coffee, it's time to talk about Game of Thrones. Welcome out, everybody, to the show. What's that look for? Welcome out. I say that every time. Every time. That's my thing. I say welcome out. Even though they're not here with us in person, I like to say welcome out. Welcome to my lair. <laughs> welcome, Austin Powers. My lair. <laughs> this is Man Child Movie Night. You are here. I am Matt with... Oh, I get to introduce myself. Yes. Most of the time it's I'm Matt. I'm here with Dusty and Chris. Way to go. He ruined yours yeah, for you, you, Dusty. Thanks for introducing me well, nonchalantly. <laughs> I'm just happy that I get to talk in the first uh-huh. right on through three to five minutes. Uh-huh. You well, two hog the mic for the first five minutes of the show. It's because somebody has to be the star. <laughs> Whatever. I carry this show on my back. There's got to be a sunny for every share. <laughs> but anyway, like Dusty said in the intro, a lot has happened. We haven't, our schedules have not been great, <laughs> but we're going to try to cram as much of episode two and three in, just hit the high points and talk about episode four, what's going on, uh, where we think's going, a theory that I think is very sound that Chris has actually come up with, and we'll get to that later on as we make our way toward it but first of all we left off last time John was still dead yeah episode one John was still dead and was still dead yeah but he he woke up at the end of it he woke no up not, not of episode one yes he did episode two no Chris has no idea. He just kind of hangs around. But uh, I just know uh, that he's back alive. Yeah, we're not now spoiling they, anything for you people because hopefully you've already watched episodes <laughs> two and three before you listen to this. But otherwise, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, John. John is dead still. And John. I don't know. We didn't really get. I mean, the, the first episode was pretty good, you know, all the, yeah. uh, all the, it was the deaths in Dorn, was it not? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All yeah. that right at the front, and then episode two starts off with Bran, and we get the first flashback, and he goes back and sees his father and his uncle and his aunt, Liana, who think's going to play a big role because obviously the R plus L equals J and it leads that way even into the next episode. Well, also what you were happy to see we get to see Hodor as a kid. Yeah. What, what do you think happened that made him? Oh, I don't know. There's yeah. lots of a lot of people think that he actually does fight with Benjamin with the swords and suffers a head injury of sorts. Right. 
uh, or he goes and fights in the rebellion, maybe or Robert's Rebellion or something. And I, I don't know. So you don't think he really can still talk? He only can say his whole door. Yeah. Uh, some people think it's a head injury to where he only can say whole okay. door. Why? I think that, that there's some significance to to the word Hodor. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it makes no sense at all. The only sense that it ever made was that little meme I saw that time on uh, Facebook or somewhere. It was Tyrion at the top, and it says, "What do you call the entrance to a brothel?" And down at the bottom, it says, "Hodor." The only sense it ever made to me. But so we see. I think it's going to play out. I think there's obviously way more to. Hodor's part of the story. His name was actually Willis. Yeah, well, that's that's, Hodor, that's, that's Willis. what's so funny to me is that people have just started calling him Hodor because that's all he said. <laughs> he can't. That's, his can name he, was Willis. That's, that's and he funny. always says Hodor now. It, why wouldn't anybody say? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> can can he write? Can, so I, if he can write, that. could he not communicate that way? No, I seen, seen a meme that said uh, uh, it was uh, oh this was before all the you know all the different stars died. Yeah, and uh, they were you know they were on the war path headed south, and uh, it said we've got a letter from home, and of course they open it up and it's the stars. <laughs> it says. Who's it from? And then he looks and he's like, Hold on. And he goes, How do you know? And he, he looks at the paper and it's just, Hold on, hold on, hold on. But, like I said, I don't think we're going to see. I think that's only the beginning of Hodor's story as far as the role he'll play. Also, Arya gets her butt kicked, but she's not a beggar anymore. Right. And that's basically all we see of her mm-hmm. for that episode. Just her getting her butt kicked again and she's not a beggar. Yep. Balon Greyjoy gets pushed off of the bridge. He slipped and fell. <laughs> by his brother, Euron. Who has arrived just in time. No, or he will quote unquote arrive just in time for the choosing of the next king. Yeah, right. Yeah. So quaintly. <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows he's there. Yeah. You know, he just showed up, pushed Balon off. Think of he's going to make like a dramatic entrance. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, well, he does in the book. He makes this big grand entrance and everybody's like, oh, Euron has returned, you know, because yeah. people didn't know if he was dead or whatever. He'd been gone for years. The Iron Men, the Ironborn, their uh, their stories only getting bigger and bigger and bigger, for sure. Because they've got a, they haven't really fought. They didn't, they didn't fight in the War of the Five Kings. Yeah. Uh, you know they took a couple of castles, you know Winterfell and Deepwood Mott and something, you know a couple other one of Moat Kaelin, I think, or something. But they. Uh, they got beat back and went back to the... But they've still got the, most of their force. 
So they're armies are messing with everybody else's. All the pieces are moving onto the board. Yeah. Also, Roos Bolton gets the knife to the belly from his son. Yeah. You called it. Yeah. You called it. I was thinking that Roos might have killed Ramsey there. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was really thinking that. I, I, I never put it past Ramsey to jamming no, somebody's belly. I really didn't put it past him. Right. I mean, I could have seen both of them pulling a knife on each other and mm-hmm. being like, have a knife, knife. Or well, not even doing that and just noticing that they both have a knife to each other and be like, ah, I love you. <laughs> you are my son. <laughs> you know, I wasn't expecting it so, I don't know, quickly, I guess. But then after that, he uh, feeds his stepmother and his brand new baby half brother mm-hmm. to the dogs. Yeah. What was it you called it? Purina uh, stepmother edition. <laughs> <laughs> Fat stepmother edition. Maybe <laughs> back ribs. Stepmother blend. <laughs> stepmother. <laughs> yeah, he has. Oh, Ramsey needs to die in a very bad way. <laughs> and I think he will before it's over. Then we see from after the first episode, Ed left to, he didn't say what he was doing. No, it really didn't give much of a backstory mm-hmm. at all. Well, uh, Davos says you're not the only ones, you know, that love Jon Snow. And that's all that's said, and you're left to assume that, you know, it's either going to be the Starks, some of his family, or the Wildlings. Yeah. The Wildlings are the closest, but then they do. He returns, they break down the door with old, the giant, who then <laughs> kills that guy with extreme prejudice after he <laughs> shoots him in the arm with an arrow. Yeah, that was silly. That's the first thing I said. When that guy loosed that bolt, I said, oh, that was silly. That was silly. That was very silly. Then, Melisandre, Davos convinces Melisandre to do her magics. (laughs) Black magics. She says a little prayer over him, and then everybody leaves the room. Very end. Ghost stirs. John wakes up. Do you think that John was in Ghost, or do you think that? I think it's. I think he is in the books. Is he? I know in here he says that nothing. He saw. He saw. I don't think that he is on the show because I I don't think they'll take that route because I think it's a little too maybe too far out there, further away than what they want to. They haven't hinted that way to me watching them. Yeah. that he was in Ghost, but I mean they could. People would understand it, but yeah, they yeah. haven't really lent to it that um, that he has that ability. Well, you know, it showed the guy that could go into the eagle, right? Yeah, you know, and uh, but see, he's a brand. That's how brand starts. He goes yeah. into his wolf. Yeah. Well, well, they talk about brand going into the wolf. Yeah. But that apparently, supposedly, John and Arya both can do it as well in the books but they I don't think they're going to go that direction so I don't really know what the unless he went into Ghost didn't know he was in Ghost and when he saw nothing it was because Ghost was 
Had his eyes closed. <laughs> he was asleep on the floor. I saw nothing. It's because he had his eyes closed. <clears throat> there they go. That's just, yeah, no, no, that's no, just no, me no, being silly. No, I'm just, uh, no. LOL. <laughs> and that was where episode two ended with John. I wonder if, like, since no one claimed him, he'd wake up in, like, a pile of poo. Because, <laughs> you know, you know he, his bowels yeah. evacuated as he died. Well, they took his clothes off. Oh, okay. Yeah, they cleaned him up. He, uh, he pooped in his that. pants. <laughs> <laughs> they removed his pants. Cause uh, he that's right. Because it, it goes to episode three, starts with John sitting up and yeah. Davos, and we get man butt <laughs> within the first five seconds of the show. And then he looks down at his stab wounds and starts freaking out and having a little panic attack. Hey. Yeah. I'm and, <laughs> and realizes he's cold yeah. <laughs> and tries to get up off the table. And he you know, walks out and Tormund comes up to him and says, They think you're a god. Yeah. And then uh, he makes the pecker joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These they're they're being really classy. Mm-hmm. He makes the pecker joke, and then later Pascal does the fart. Without <laughs> it comes in the, in the, the fart heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just this to remind you, this is called man child movie. <laughs> man, we got man children. Those hit close to home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. We will forever ever forever be in the anal stage <laughs> where we think poop and, and butts are funny. <laughs> but hopefully that's what drew you to us. <laughs> Our butts. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, what he said. But then we go on with the, we see the first the first time we get to see Sam since the last season since they left out and he's with Gilly and he's throwing up on the boat and he tells her that he's gonna take her to his home because he can't take her to the Citadel because they don't allow women and I don't know about y'all is it does she not seem like since they've been on that boat that she's gotten super smart yeah he's taught her to read obviously he did that at the wall but she's like Educated now. Yeah. And really questioning Sam on some old stuff. And I think this year, this season, we're supposed to get to meet Sam's dad or his whole family. How do you think that they're going to welcome Sam? Well, I don't think his dad, you know, he had relationship problems with his father. Uh He said that if you ever see him again, he'd kill him. Yeah. Oh, I thought, well, it was. Either he took him out hunting and he told him he either had two options join the Night's Watch or uh, he would tell Sam's mother that he died in a hunting accident. Yeah. Mm. Kill him. Basically, yeah. Because he didn't deem him a suitable heir. Yeah. He's going to give it to his little brother. And so Sam obviously took. Yeah. 
Took the black and white walkers after that. Yeah, we'll see. That's the thing. You know, he's, his career really took off. After, you know, <laughs> his father discarded him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a typical fairy tale. Yeah. Cast Sims, aside. Sims, but I, I'm wondering if if uh, he may look at him. <laughs> The same Cinderella story. Cinderella man. <laughs> Cinderella man. Cinderella Sam. Cinderella Sam. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that uh, I think it might be different. He's probably not going to be too welcome until he found you know because they're going to claim they're claiming they're going to tell him that the baby is Sam's. Right. That way it doesn't look. Yeah. Bad. I, I, well, it doesn't look like he's just being nice to a wildling woman and her baby. They're going to yeah. say, this is my child. And I think maybe that's going to, his dad's going to be like, you are a man, maybe. No, sort of. So <laughs> <laughs> that you've sired a bastard out of it. <laughs> and broke your oath to the night's watch. <laughs> Welcome home, my boy. <laughs> I, I just don't know if he's going to be working home with open arms. Probably not. And I'm, I'm afraid that Gilly might not make it. <laughs> yeah. She might have a hunting accident. Yeah. You know, in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. With a steak knife. <laughs> yeah. Her own mustard. After that, we get probably the most anticipated scene of the season, probably of all six seasons of the show and that is the Tower of Joy we have been book readers like me have been wanting to see that crap since it started because it's still a freaking mystery nobody knows exactly what happened and I think with Brad being able to see the flashbacks we're going to find out I know neither of you know the whole thing I've explained it a little bit to you the sword fight was great yeah (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> That's the only comments they have yeah. on it. Well, I mean, you, I don't think you'll see it for a while. It'll probably be, oh, no, no, it'll no. probably be at the end of the season. Probably. But I, I think we're going to see... Season, season finale. Yeah, probably closer to the season finale. I, there's going to be more stuff revealed, yeah. for sure, between now and what we find out when, when Ned goes into the tower. Yeah. But... What is he going to find, you know? Right. Well, I mean, it says in the book he finds Liana mm-hmm. in a in the bed with a fever. In a, in a, well, in a bed of blood is what they say. You know, she's basically blood everywhere. And with a fever, which automatically makes people assume childbirth because they have a fever. And you obviously you bleed like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And because that's supposedly the, the, the thing is that Liana is actually John's mother and... Ned lies to the world so to save his sister's honor. Mm-hmm. So he sacrifices his own honor to save somebody else's, which in turn makes him even more honorable. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that still don't that still don't reverse the fact that he's dead. Ned? No. We're not talking about him being dead. We're talking about him being honorable, well, and, yeah, and the I fact mean, that it, he has a secret about 
his sister, whether she's John's mother or whatever, nobody knows. Who's it at? Rhaegar Targaryen is what the theory is. R plus L, Rhaegar plus Lyanna equals J, John. And that being said that John is secretly a, a Targaryen, half Targaryen, half Stark. You see, the whole, Robert's whole rebellion was because Rhaegar quote-unquote kidnapped Lyanna. Yeah. A lot of people, the theory is, is that they were actually in love and that she went willingly with him. Yeah. And he stayed, during the majority of the Robert's Rebellion, Rhaegar stayed at the Tower of Joy with Lyanna. And at the end of the Rebellion, well, see, Robert started after she was kidnapped, is what everybody says. Yeah. You know, even Santa says it on the show here, you know, to Littlefinger when they're in the crypt. She goes, Rhaegar, Rhaegar kidnapped my aunt and raped her. Yeah. And that's just kind of the common consensus. And, you know, Robert started a whole war over it. Yeah. Because he was in love with Lyanna. He, they were betrothed or whatever. <clears throat> but he, I mean, he started the whole war and then, you know, Rhaegar finally left Tower of Joy and they fought at the Ruby Ford and he killed him. Yeah. And so Robert won the throne, but then in turn, Lyanna died in quote unquote childbirth is the theory but so you're thinking he's going to go up there find the baby that's what find the baby that's the the, the theory is that he goes up there and the the whole thing is is Ned has a dream in the books it talks about it when he's uh Got the busted up leg and he's drank the yeah the milk with the poppy yeah. He has a dream, and in the dream he sees the the Tower of Joy scene. That's what he's dreaming about, and he dreams that you know he goes up the steps into the Tower of Joy, sees Lyanna in her bed of blood. The room smelled like blood and roses because there was blue roses mm. everywhere, blue winter roses, and. She says, promise me, Ned. Promise me. And that's it. And whatever the promise he made to her, which supposedly is saying, because Robert hates Targaryens. Yeah. And if he knew that John is her child with Rhaegar, if he knew that John was Rhaegar's seed, he'd, he'd kill, kill him. him. Yeah. Yeah. And so... If Ned pretended, you know, Ned and Robert were friends, if Ned just pretended that that was his bastard child, then he knew that, she, you know, she, they would know that John would be safe. But it doesn't ever say that. That's just the theory. Right. He could have promised anything. Yeah, I promise I'll feed your cat. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> I promise I'll... Yeah, but... <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be significant. In this right. show... Yeah. It, it's always very significant. Yes. And nothing just happens. No. Right. And so getting to see that scene lets us know that we're about to move on and we're about to see some heavy stuff, basically. And on to that, Danny gets taken to 
Do you have something else you want to say about that? No, you you've pretty well muscled through this whole entire thing. I'm gonna just let you keep on steamrolling. Well, I'm I'm steamrolling it to get to episode four. We can all kind of chew the fat on that. Danny gets taken to the Dashkaline by the Call Moro or whatever his name is, and uh, they say that all the Kalasars have come together. And they're gonna all the, the cows are gonna vote on whether or not she gets to stay with the Dashkaleen or whatever. Die basically, I guess. Then it's Varys versus the Sons of the Harpy woman. Yeah. And you see how sinister the spider can be. Yeah. And you know, like we went had talked about, we said that he's one of those guys you don't want working against you. That is for sure. Yeah. All those little birds. Yeah. Speaking of the little birds, yeah. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> right into the next scene, you see his little bird. He talks about his little birds. Right. We find out, uh, before we go, you find out that it's the wise masters of Yunkai, the good masters of Astapor, and the friends of Volantis that were funding the Sons of the Harpy. Yeah. And that came as a big shock to everybody I don't know why she all those people hated her (laughs) 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 she made nothing but enemies when you find out that they're the supporting sons of the harpy on to the little birds which I don't know why I never I never put two and two together to know that that's what they were talking about well it makes perfect sense it does absolutely what about using children how, how oh. many times have you spoken about things in front of children thinking they, they oh, don't yeah. understand it? They don't even understand See, what these kids, obviously, the way they look at it, they don't understand what's going on, yeah. but they know what they heard and they yeah. can repeat it. Yeah. You don't have to understand. And I just want they you get to get Right. And they yeah. get sweets out of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, if I just listen to these people and tell them what they said, that's easy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to give me candy, candy fruit. Yeah. Heck yeah. Chocolate plums or sugar plums or something. Sugar plums. The nice fat bald man gives me candy. Oh, really? I got you candy right here. Tell me about that. That's Kyburn using the little birds. Then, as we talked about earlier, the the King's Council and Pycelle's part. (laughs) So unexpected and so glorious. Yeah, the fart heard around the world. <laughs> 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 when the, when the mountain walks in, then on to the high sparrow talking to Tommen. There's more to that old man than meets the eye, for sure. What it is, I guess we'll find out later. Then. Aria's montage. Montage. Cue the <laughs> cue the eighties music. It's gonna be a montage. <laughs> montage. <laughs> you see her uh, go through her montage of training, <laughs> and then she gets her eyes back at the. Well, it's more of just a blind girl beating. Yeah, <laughs> That's she's just getting the crap beat out of her until right there at the end. How to knock teeth out of a blind child? <laughs> yeah, with a stick. <laughs> yeah. Then we go to back to the north. Ramsey, 
meeting with uh, small John Umber. He brings in Osha and Rickon and Shaggy Dog. Shaggy Dog's head. wondering there's a theory out that it's not really shaggy dog that it's just a normal wolf and uh i don't know but mostly because like people don't want shaggy dog to be dead yeah well that and if you notice rick and anosha didn't really argue they never raised their voice and never said anything yeah in protest or anything they just so that's what have. leads that's what leads me to think that maybe it's a plot because the umbers were die hard loyal to the starks Nothing's ever uh, quite as it seems. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Then John... Then John hangs the traitors. And their eyes are all bugged out and freakazoids. Of course, I had, I was like, is he going to be humble? And is he going to have a change of heart? No. And I was <laughs> like... He's going to slay him in the streets like rats. <laughs> And I, again, because I was like, yes, the mother is merciful. And then I was like, except they don't worship the new gods. And yes, that was so true. It cuts the rope. We were joking, praise be to the seven. Yeah, the mother is merciful. And I was like, the mother is merciful. And then John takes the sword out. And I said, except they don't worship the seven in the north. They <laughs> <laughs> cut the rope. And they were pooping in their pants. Yeah, while so they got a little kid dying. <laughs> And it was also that angry, angry kid. Then, what I called, and what I've been calling, is that John watch has ended. Because he died. When you die, your watch ends. Now he's dead, and he's come back. Loophole! Loophole! (laughs) That is correct. But on to episode four. Starts off with John up there. And uh, talking to Ed. Like where we go, and he's joking around, and Ed gets kind of, kind of pissy. Like you know, we fought for you, and we yeah. nearly died, and all this. And he's like, I did die, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> he's like, you know, he's, like, you know, I did so much. He's like, I did everything. He's like, you, know, you know what's out there, you know what yeah. we're having to fight, and you're just going to up and leave us. And about that time, little horn blows outside. Brienne, Podrick, and Sansa roll in. There's a nice little reunion there. Everybody's all lovey, lovey. <laughs> she's, and, getting, she's getting I love. <laughs> she's getting ogled by old Tormund. <laughs> I was not. I wasn't expecting that, but it was totally great. <laughs> he was licking his lips. He was just like, oh boy. <laughs> It'll make him like you, North of the Wall. <laughs> just see the back on that woman. <laughs> <laughs> she's, a, she's a handsome lady. <laughs> she's built like a Mack truck. <laughs> if we had Mack trucks in the real times. <laughs> what do they say in the book? She's built like an oryx. It's <laughs> a big cow. Did you see the face that horse was making as she came running? Please don't mind that. Yeah. Kind of, she's almost in, <laughs> intrigued a little bit. A confused and 
you know, she's a little intrigued yeah. by his interest. But then there's something I brought up to both of y'all when I was watching it. I didn't see it coming. And I think, I don't know if it was meant for you to forget about it or whatever. We totally forget. You know, you're having the conversation between Davos and Melisandre about Stannis and what happened with Princess Shireen. You know, they, she burned her, you know, last season. Yeah. Sacrificed her to Valor and the... <coughs> then they're standing out there talking about it. You forget that Brienne freaking killed Stannis. Yeah. <laughs> and they're standing out there and she's like, I saw what happened. I was he there. You know, after, uh, you know, they said, you served Renly. Yeah, I served Renly <laughs> until he was killed by a shadow. Gives her the death stare. Gives her the under the death stare. I believe you birthed that, you harlot. <laughs> <laughs> you shadow birthing whore. <laughs> but she, uh, yeah, she's just like, yeah, he admitted it. After I killed him, and I was like, oh dun, my dun, gosh. Dun, dun. She just, no, oh. no, after I executed him. Yeah, after I executed him, and they're like, yeah, everybody just, everybody just kind of stands around with eyes wide open, and she just walks away. And, she's like, and I was like, and drops the mic. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's happening now? But you know, obviously, it's, there's going to be some tension. You remember me and you talked about that the other day, you know, if, if we really thought he was dead or not. And that's, that's what we talked yeah. about. I said, I don't think she's the forgiving type. Like, when she draws her sword to kill you, she's finished. Yeah. yeah. She's about like the hound. She's not going to sheath her sword just, you know, just because she's got a little tingle in her heart. And yeah, well, she's loyal. It, she has. Yeah. She, she, you know, she'll draw it for her cause. Yeah. But is it, she's not willy-nilly around just. Yeah. Once, once she draws it, it needs yeah. to be bathed in blood. Is, did they talk about that on the show, or was that in the books? Somebody's, or it maybe may not even be Song of Ice and Fire, or Game of Thrones. Seems like there somebody has a, uh, like a mantra what they live by. If they're gonna draw their sword, they're gonna use. Oh, that's it. from the last of the Mohicans. <clears throat> last of the Mohicans. He said, uh, once the hatchet has been drawn, it must be. Uh, Anyway, it, it has to it has to be bathed in blood. Well, that, that's not it's something else too, and I want to say it was from this that once the sword is drawn, uh, or maybe it's cowardly or something to put uh, to sheath it without. Yeah, don't sheath a sword that hadn't been used or something like I I don't know I, something to that nature. I have to look that up. But that's kind of the. What she lived, I, I, I agree with that. I think if she's the type to draw the sword, yeah. she's going to use it. Yeah. She's not going to wait. She had her hand on her sword when she was talking to Davos and yeah. Sandra. Yeah. Like, like walking with your hand on your gun. Yeah. It's just like, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Just go ahead. Make my day. Go ahead. He's standing number two. Yeah. Smoke wagon and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. But. I'm kind of interested in seeing what goes on from there. And then we get what, Danny back in the Darshkaline and she's talking to the, the women and she kind of makes friends with the one. Yeah. And she's going to use her to 
Of course, obviously, they run into Jorah and Dario out there after they had to run in with the <laughs> blood riders out there in the street and beat him with a rock. Yeah. Yeah, he had that, he had that favorite yeah. knife, though. Yeah, he had his favorite the knife with the little woman on the end of it. Yeah. And then, obviously, I saw where that one was going. And, you know, the whole thing was the, all the Kalasars are coming together, and, you know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all some, to to something big. Like I said, all the pieces are being moved onto the board. Yeah. But we mentioned the theory earlier, Sir Christopher, and it's genius. If it does, I I, I I promise, if it doesn't happen this way, I will be disappointed. We're gonna do it now. I thought we were gonna wait till later in the show, but if you want to do it now, we can. Well. I thought that would just be icing on the cake, like the cherry on top. Well, we can cherry on top of it. How are we looking on time? 37. See, I figured we would I think, well, I mean, we have other stuff to talk about. I want to go ahead and get that out there. Oh, okay. so tickle earlobes, Chris. Tickle earlobes. Tickle earlobes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the whole thing behind this is... Uh, you have to think that there's going to be trial by combat. Uh, the whole, the whole last. Well, we are talking about the high sparrow. Yeah, we're talking about Marjorie and I'm, Cersei. I'm sorry, I didn't really build up too good. But you just kind of left me out there in no man's land. Uh, okay, the whole thing with the high sparrow. Uh, a lot of people are wondering, and you know. What his true intentions are, is he really that religious? I think he's a dirty old man. Is he a snake in the grass? Is he, you know, is he really a good guy? Uh, but we seem to think that he's got a little more devious idea. Uh, he's probably going to try to take over the kingdom. And the best way to do that is what I think is going to happen. Obviously, uh, when the trial comes up, Cersei's trial, uh, she's going to automatically go trial by combat, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you've got the baddest dude in the kingdom on your side. Yeah. Why would you not say trial by combat? Zombie horse in a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've got the mountain zombified. I mean, just, you know... You know, that's, that's one thing, especially that the guy talked about was he's not going to lose any of his strength or speed. He's going to be just as bad as he ever was. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so you've got the baddest dude in the kingdom on your side that you know without a shadow of a doubt he will fight for you if you ask him. The High Sparrow's not an idiot. Uh, no, oh, he's manipulative. Yeah, yeah he, he, I agree. He's gonna. He's trying to, to get up on top. That's what he's trying to do. Uh, me and Matt talked about this. He seems like he could be a good guy, but if you really pay attention, he knows how the game's played. Uh, I mean, he can very much so. To me, he could play with the best of them, Lannisters, any of them. Uh, I think he's right on up there with the Spider and Littlefinger. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think he's. A very clever man. Uh, so he's figured out what's probably going to happen. The mountain is going to fight. Now, with him 
being a smart man, he's going to look at his own army and say, okay, I have an army of ants, basically. True. Uh, while his while, known. <laughs> <laughs> while his followers may be numerous, by their self, they're minuscule at best. They're well-armed, but they're not well-trained. I don't know. I, I say you put that nun that walks around. <laughs> you put her against the mountain. She might think you can. Just ringing that bell. Just shame, beat me with it. Shame. Shame, mountain. Shame. If you don't know, I mean, it, it might be like Ooh. Venom from Spider-Man. You know, the, the loud ringing make, that make, that make it make it make Yeah, Ooh. right. In the book, theory in a theory. <laughs> In the book, that's one way that Oberon actually is able to beat the mountain in the first trial by combat. The mountain, it says in the books that he suffers from really, really bad headaches. And Oberon... Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's a dream inside. And Oberon... The nerve well, The viper goes around hollering. That's why he's hollering at him. Yeah. Because in the, in the book, she goes, stop yelling. Yeah. <laughs> You're making my head hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, See, I didn't know that. That's that, a book. That, that it, it, well, it didn't talk about it in the show. Right. Well, they don't, you know, that's, that's a really good, that's a yeah, sound theory. I, just, I'm just saying I figured it out. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. My, it, it, you know, it might be as good as my theory. Mm-hmm. But, no, yours is better. <laughs> okay. Yours is real. <laughs> back, to, back to the story. Uh, the whole thing with the High Sparrow's followers are, yeah, they're probably well-armed, but none of them are trained. None of them, all of them are thugs with weapons. Well, to interrupt you again, what I, I, I was going to say this a second ago, like you were talking about, together yeah. is how they fight. You you go back to, uh, was it episode one? Yeah, episode one, where, uh, or two, wh- whichever one it was, where Jamie is in the, they're at the funeral for Marcella. Yeah. Marcella. And uh, you know the high septum comes down there, and he goes to pull his knife, yeah. and they all come into the room. Yeah, it like it would be like kicking an ant hill. Yeah, yeah. If you met, you know, mess with all of them. Yeah, with that, but like you, like you're going on to say, by themselves, there's not one that can stand up to the mountain. Yeah, uh, that's that's the whole thing. Is he's got to look, he's got to look at his own hand and say, okay, I have no aces. You know, he's got a bunch of you got some jokers. He's got some jokers and some smokers. Uh, he's got the one you're talking about. It's a coin. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay. Now, we did get to see uh, a character that we haven't seen in quite a few episodes. About half a season, really. Did. I saw him first of last was it first of last season. Yeah, about a whole season ago. Yeah. Because they took him into custody and that was it. I mean, you just know that he's in a cell. Uh, the character, of course, is the Knight of Flowers, Sir Loras Terrell. Uh, bum bum bum. You've seen in this episode, this past episode, that he is on a knife's edge. He is, he's tiptoeing. He's yeah, he's tiptoeing on insanity. Yeah. Uh, he just, and he even, he even says it on the episode. He just, he doesn't care what it takes. He wants it to end. He's like, well, she says, we, you know, Marjorie says, yeah, we don't, don't let him win. Yeah, we don't need to let him win. He's like, 
let I don't care if they win. Yeah, I don't I don't care who wins. You know, I just I want to win. be over. Now, that's desperation. That's yeah. Uh, a desperate man is a dangerous man. He'll he'll make decisions that he normally wouldn't. Correct. Uh, case in point, I believe that the High Sparrow will put the Knight of Flowers as his champion. Boom! Wrap your minds around that, people. <laughs> now I know people are going to jump up and say no. But think about this. In this episode, you already know that the Army of Flowers is going to be there. Because they've already said they're not going to parade her around naked through the street. Yep. They're going to see it was. Well, I think you said that after. I think you said yeah. that after. Uh, yeah, that's, I'm talking about in in that. In so, yeah. yeah. They say, <clears throat> you know, our army will be here. This this will not happen to my granddaughter. Yeah. March the Terrell oh, army. Yeah. Yes. March the Terrell army here. Yeah. She's. This is not going to happen. Now, I believe that's. That's a really good setup for a war between the Lannisters and the Flowers, but simply because the Lannisters are not going to sit back and just, first off, they're not going to let the mountain just die. I mean, you're not going to throw away something like the mountain. I don't know, you got that magic <laughs> to bring him zombified back But now, also, if the mountain loses, she loses. I mean, she. Yeah, if the mountain loses, Cersei dies. Yeah, she's dead. So they're not going to ask yeah, the mountain to die. They don't want Cersei to die. They don't want the mountain to die. But crazy Gram- Gam Gam. Now she's not. She's not going to want her grandson to die either. No. And she's going. He move. is the heir. Yeah, he's there to the throne. To their seat. Yeah. Uh, and she's not going to just stand idly by and let that happen. So. Something's gonna happen to where it what it's gonna do is it's gonna pit the two big armies against each other and well, basically rip the kingdom back apart. And I may be I may be wrong with this, but didn't she say in there and it may not have been referencing this, but didn't she say in there at one point she said either way there's gonna be war? Yeah. Uh, that's that's what James said. Yeah, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Did she say that? Yeah. There's it says something about there's going to be civil war either way. Yeah, I, I thought Jamie had said that. Was it? I thought. <coughs> well, they were. It's, it's Jamie. It's in, in that room. same room. Oh, you know, regardless, one of them said it. Yeah, and then you know she's she's referring more to within the in King's the, Landing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's not talking about between the two. Yeah, parties. she's she's talking about between the High Sparrow and his. Okay. All right. His army. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's what they were talking about. You know, they were, they don't want to make a move on the, on the High Sparrow because they said, well, that would mean if you make a move on him or if you kill him, it's yeah. a war. And it's like, well, there's wars coming anyway. Yeah, right. right. And that's that's what Gam Gam says, you know. We're going to march our army in here. Uh, so. So, case in point, basically... To sum that all up, yeah. put a bow on it. Chris believes that, and I do too. Now that he told me, it's good. It's it's to me. Indeed. It's a 
It's perfect. <laughs> I will give you it's, that. It's, it's right up Game of Thrones alley. It's it's set it up to where it could go different ways, <laughs> but <coughs> like when you look at it, it's like plain as day. Oh yeah. When or you, you can look at it and not see it at all. But case in point, to it's going to bring the most political and. Anarchy. Anarchy and just meltdown if the High Sparrow uses Loris. And I, I think, like what you said, I believe he'll come to him and say, Do the trial by combat. You're free. If you win, you're atoned of your sins, you're free to go. Yeah. If you lose, yeah, he's, you're, you're, suffering, lose. You're, suffering you're suffering. You're suffering win. Yeah. He's going to use this that manipulation. He's going to do it. It's win win for Loris. But if like we, like you said, if Loras dies, the Tyrells are going to be pissed at the Lannisters. Yeah. They already are. Yeah. But if Loras dies, a lot of tension between anyway. No, we it's haven't gonna, seen. No, we haven't seen him do any kind of battle, right? Loras. Uh-huh. Uh, he jousted in the first season. Okay. And he's a knight. I mean, he, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a skilled combatant. But well, see, he was he. Uh, uh, he was a he battles though. Uh, Battle of Blackwater, yeah, season two, okay. uh, you know, because at the end of it, uh, when the Lannisters and the Tyrells and and Loras and them they come running, they come running Stannis off, and then you know they come into the throne room. Yeah, uh, he dressed up in Renly's armor, and everybody thought it was Renly's ghost, but it was it was Sir Loras. At least I think that's. I know he was there. He might not have dressed. They might not have mentioned that. That's in the books. He dresses up in the armor and in fights like that. But so I mean, he's been in a maybe. Well, he's at least competent enough to maybe. He's good in the, in the books. It talks about how he's he's great with a sword and yeah. he's good. He you know, and he's a he's not an ant. No, he's not a mindless follower with a mace. No, he's he's a, he's a knight. He's competent with okay. sword and shield and but he is supposed in the book I know it is different the book canon and show canon is different you know, <clears throat> but he's supposedly one of a really good fighter yeah. he's really good in, you know and uh, but I, I really don't think that it would make that much difference because the, the Sparrow is not he's really not wanting to use any of his people because that's not going to get any results. If he uses just some random, unless the the only other thing I could see now that I've thought about it would be uh, if he pitted the Lannisters Lannisters against themselves by using the cousin Lancel. You know, he's kind of like been the spokesman kind of. But I see that I one's think, not I don't more. They've got that much love for him anymore. Well, see, his dad is the one that's handed the king now. That's right. It would make he wouldn't want. Yeah, but I. See, but that that would be. That the, would be that, Lannister against Lannister. Yeah, that's not. That would only bring down one. One you, house. Yeah. yeah then you'd still have to deal with Tyrells. Yep. If you throw Loras in there, he's expendable. Basically, because you're not using any of your people, 
and by putting him in there to face off against the Lannisters, if he dies, the Tyrells are mad and will probably try to kill the Lannisters. But then if he kills the Mountain and Cersei has to die, all Jamie and the, the Lannisters are going oh, to go to war. They'll burn the city to the ground. Yeah. Uh, well, so I don't think that's the. Girl really cares either way who wins. No, because both of them are going to try to take each other out, and then the, the more chaos goes here, it just builds him up, and the higher he rises. Yeah, he's, he's playing his cards. Right. Kind of like Littlefinger said, chaos is a ladder. You are absolutely correct, sir. He's just moving things, putting things into motion, like pushing this person and pushing this person. Yeah. You know, and like, and we're. Uh, well, it, it talks about Cersei goes and she talks to Tommen, and she says, or, you know, she, he says, I want to tell you I talked to the High Sparrow. And he knew that Cersei, or he knew that Tommen would tell Cersei. Yeah. All that stuff about the mother and, you know, the mother's love and all that. And how they, he knew that Tommen would go and tell Cersei mm-hmm. that he talked to her, or that he talked to him. It's exactly what he what he wants because about Marjorie about the atonement that she's going to have to atone yeah and so Cersei goes and tells the Tyrells so now they both know and they're both plotting yeah and it's basically he's well, that's basically what I think it is he's just trying to rise and he's doing a dang good job well, yeah even the way he plays Marjorie he plays he plays the I, I'm down to your level yeah try, see, and I, I listened to another podcast and they talked about that Marjorie is the only one that's on to his game yeah and I believe that she's the only one that's on to his game Cersei's too blinded by her own oh, of course. stupidity Rage. and pride and yeah. anger to realize what's going on, that he's playing them like a fiddle. And Marjorie was like, well, what, what did you do? And she's asking all these questions, acting like she's interested, acting like she's, yeah. he's having an effect on her. Yeah. And then she goes into the cell with Loris, and she's like, look, we can't let him win. Yeah. Yeah. you got to be yeah. strong. And he's like, I don't want to be strong. I'm tired of it. I don't just want it to end. And then you see the shocked look on her face and how he's just giving up. Yeah. And that's where Chris got that the idea. I think it's going to be Night of Flowers, be the, the, the big roundabout, wrap it up in a big bow, and that's how you get more chaos in King's Landing, yep. as if there weren't any more to be found. Yep. And plus, the North is going to be in total chaos. Between... Yeah, Ramsey, yeah. you know... The winter's coming. Yeah, winter's, <laughs> winter's coming. Well, you know, that's... Ramsey... Find you know that Rick and Anosha are brought to Ramsey. He brings her into the room in there, and he's like, she thinks that she you know he leaves the knife on the table, yeah, and he thinks that she's you know well he knows that's one thing about him man. He's like man he always knows it's like he always knows he's like the spider yeah or Littlefinger he always knows. And like he knew she was gonna try to kill him. Yeah. And he knew the whole time that she helped him, that they were friends. Yeah. And she had no idea, so she's reaching for the knife. Well, then 
You didn't know about my second knife. Yeah. <laughs> Stabbed in the jugular. Chris called that one too. He's like, he's always got a second knife. Yeah. Don't trust him. He's always got two knives. Yeah, he's like a joker. Yeah. <laughs> Just stabbed her right in the jugular. But see, that's what's crazy to me, man. Like, you hadn't seen her no. since season three, I don't think. Yeah, it's been a long time. Season three or season? Uh, season I, I, I'd have to say. Season if I was, three. If I was that I haven't seen Because they split up. Oh, yeah. Season three, you haven't seen her. You're bringing me back to die. <laughs> two, for two episodes in like four yep. lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the end of one episode where she didn't say anything, and then the next, you know, just and killed her off. Yeah. Like, oh boy. And that's where I, I still don't. I don't know if it's a if they're playing Ramsey for a fool with Rick and bringing him in there, and they're trying to set a trap. Or that's a man. That's like I said, the umbers, the the umbers were diehard Stark, and I don't think. And that's that's a hard gamble. It is. I mean, that's because you gotta. I mean, you're really casting for that. I don't really even know where it's gonna, where it could go. I mean, you know, then he sends you know John and them get the letter from Ramsay. Saying, you know, I've got your brother. Come and see. You know, I'll the brutal letter that yeah, he wrote. I'll, I'll rape your. I'll <laughs> make you watch while my men yeah. rape your sister and then uh, kill your little bro, torture your little brother, and, and like on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. And Sansa was like, "We've got to go to war." Yeah. This this makes man up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just like it's like she she. She drunk her I'm a Stark coffee. <laughs> it's, time to stay. it's time to start mowing people down. It's like on uh, Employee of the Month. You're the balls, man. You're the balls in the tank. You're that whole region. <laughs> she's she's growing a pair. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She was she's about like Bugs Bunny. You of course not. This means war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. she's ready to go because she's had enough. Yeah, I, 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 I would too if I had to deal with him. <coughs> well, he raped her. Yeah, basically. Yeah. You, know, you know what? Sure. I am pumped. I have become a Sansa fan, which means, which scares me because I think she might end up being dead. <laughs> I, I think she's tired of cowering in the corner. Yes, and it's about time. Yeah, hell had no fury like what's going. I mean, I really, I, that's, I believe she's gonna bring the thunder. I mean. Oh, she I'm yeah. just laughing because you've been saying that since like eighth grade. <laughs> that's like it. <laughs> well, that saying is like one hundred percent Chris Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> well, then we end up back in the Doshkaline. Just to wind it all down, we end up back in the Doshkaline with the uh, Danny in there, and she she's taunting the the calls, and they realize. Oh boy, she's she's just crazy. She's crazy. She's yeah. a crazy person. Yeah. And then she pushes the things over the fire pits, the glaciers, or grazier, whatever the word is, braziers. Braziers. The braziers, not glaciers. Uh, pushes the braziers over, lights the whole thing up, kills them all. Comes out naked once again. <laughs> <laughs> and. 
like when she walked out of the fire with her dragon eggs, mm-hmm. her dragons at the end of the first season. And obviously that's all the Kalasars are at one place. And she walks out, she's killed all the cows. Yeah. Yep. They have no leaders. Mm-hmm. They're about her. She's got her army. But she's about to head to fight at Marine. Yeah. And take it back or kill the sons of the or whatever they're gonna yeah. do. Which is gonna tear down all of Tyrion's nice little plans that he made with the yeah. The yeah. representatives earlier. Seven years. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, you're fixing to get out of thousands of years of slavery. Quick complaint. Yeah. What's seven yeah, more years? Just seven more years. And then. But you're not a slave. <laughs> it's like they back off. Yeah. yeah. It just. They don't understand you, Tyrion. You don't understand. You're not a slave. You're not either. We're all free. Everyone in this conversation <laughs> is free right now. <laughs> we are free. And then, you know, he has the big argument with Grey Worm, and Grey Worm says, you know, they're going to use you, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. Danny's going to come back with the army. Drogon's going to come back. Her other two dragons are going to get loose. Yeah. Somehow. That's a ticking time bomb. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. They're off the chains. Yeah. They're just kind of roaming. When that door comes open, I think they're going to be ready to shoot on out of there. Yeah. And like cats. <laughs> it's just run out the door. Like cats out of the bag. <laughs> Sorry. A whole lot worse. Though. They're going to shoot out of there like cats. <laughs> hey, I have inside cats. You open that door, they're gone. <laughs> just gone. And then... But that, like, what... And then you see with the... You see... You saw with the... The next time on Game of Thrones... You know, the preview for next week, like, Sansa looks to be talking to Littlefinger. Mm-hmm. When she, and she says, did you know about Ramsey? And he's kind of like, uh... You, you saying who was behind her? Brienne. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she just turned around and said, he allowed a man to rape me. Oh, it's... <laughs> the hammer just dropped. Shall I have his head, my lady? <laughs> I think Sansa will be the one to kill Littlefinger. I'm gonna say he better have a loaded hand if if that's a real scene. Yeah. If that's a real scene. They they trick you because it doesn't ever actually yeah. show her looking at him. It just shows yeah. different camera angles. Yeah. If if that's a real scene, he better really have his forked tongue ready or something. Some pretty bad dudes with him. Yeah. Because I'm gonna say even. Even if he does have a few dudes with him, she's not going to be by herself just with Bran. Uh, more than likely, she's going to have Bran's lover and uh, John. Yeah, Tormund. Yeah, Snow said he wasn't going to leave her again, yeah, so I, he's going to be there. Yeah. That's, that's well, what I'm he wants to take Winterfell back, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, you, you look, you got John and uh, Bran and uh, Tormund. Tormund. That's three pretty bad fighters. Yeah. You know. Not to mention the giant. The giant. Yeah, I'm gonna say you you walk into the club with them for you. (laughs) (laughs) Her name is one one. One one? One one. W N W U N W U N one one. One one. One one the giant. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's eleven foot tall. (laughs) (laughs) One one. (laughs) But um, (laughs) Yeah. But I mean He's got a loaded hand. 
Yeah. And but see, Littlefinger's going north with the army of the Vale. Yeah. Who have not fought at all any. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought the whole one of the whole reasons that they were as bad as they were is because they stayed hold up <clears throat> in the keep in the mountains where it's hard to fight them. I thought they, that was the whole reason why people didn't mess with them. Well, basically, that's why it's, it's never been invaded. Yeah, it's yeah. never been invaded. Uh, but they've managed to stay. Uh, they fought in Robert's Rebellion. Yeah. And they bad. You know, apparently the Knights of the Vale, they, they bad. <laughs> they bad. <laughs> they bad. They bad. And, you know, Littlefinger's massing the army. But that's like what we were talking about with the, you, you saw just in that episode alone. The Ironborn are about to move. Their f- huge fleet. Danny's got the Kalisars. Tyrells. The Tyrells army's moving to King's Landing. You've still got the Lannister army. You got the the Sparrows there. You got John's army. John and the Wildlings. You got the army of the Boltons. Yeah, the Boltons. You got Night's Watch. Not Night's Watch. The Night's King and the army of the others. And then all of them are moving together. Oh. So. I think there's going to be a climactic. Oh, don't give me that bull crap. <laughs> I think it's going to be a climactic end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> way to be. And the sky's blue. Way to be gray and very vague. <laughs> But yeah, we're we're definitely gonna see some some butt kicking yeah. and some big probably some fairly large battles. And and we and we get to see that the uh, White Walkers are all yeah, yeah. that's you know Bran amassing a horde. Well, see, I don't think he's not gonna be there. I actually think he's gonna be seeing that real time. Yeah, but you know, you think the White Walkers are gonna be really looking at him? I think he might know that he's around somewhere. Because yeah. it's certain kind of magic, and I, I believe that what what Bran is dealing with is an old magic, yeah. or an old, you know, an old tree magic. Yeah, <laughs> old tree magic. Hey, you don't want to be crippled up in this tree like me, son. <laughs> you know, he tells him he won't tree. be there forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't laugh at the tree magic. Now he's got a, a weird face, fireball slinging. Mario chick. <laughs> <laughs> Children of the a child yeah. of the forest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, she was she flung she flung fireballs and killed you know she was all pew pew. <laughs> but I think that sums it up. It kinda left us Yeah, you know we I mean a lot of ground. We, yeah. we we've done so much and seen so much in the first four episodes of the season. We've got six more to go. Yeah. And like you've been saying, they just get better and better. Well, really, all the crap doesn't hit the fan until like episode nine, yeah. eight or nine. That's when it really goes down. Yeah. That's when all the crazy stuff happens. Or it could be like The Walking Dead and they'll just clip around you until next season. <sighs> They're not scared to do that. Yeah. No. Well, I, I don't know. The next four episodes could be just like small counts on me. I was going to say Dull as Dishwater. Yeah, I just <laughs> Boy, that would be right. Well, see, it's it's gotten so festered and so 
like so much tension now that even the small council meetings are like yeah. what are they going to say what what's what, yeah. what are they going to talk about this time you know because it's gotten so far and all the crap that's happened and it's just it remains to be seen for real yeah. i'm ready for episode five so where can they see us we forget we forgot to say this last week where can they find us you can go to we we have a facebook page now for sure we do facebook.com forward slash manchild movie night and you can get us on twitter at manchild movies or you can uh, go to our reddit page which is r slash manchild movie night and you can if you have any movie ideas after we get done with the throne room you can send them to movies at manchildmovienight.com and we'll uh, we'll give them a peek and see if there's anything we need to go over. Yeah, that sums it up, y'all. Or in, uh, on iTunes. If you listen to us, rate us. Leave a comment because that, uh, if we get rated and we get good ratings, that pushes us higher and it makes us more visible for people to find it. Right. We need all, the likes. All two of you that listen to the, to the <laughs> we show. We need the likes. <laughs> Keep on listening. We, lo- we love you. Yeah, and this is Mathis first of his name with Sir Christopher the unyielding (laughs) and Dusty the dog slayer (laughs) (laughs) for the throne room we're out